Hi, this is Dr. Tony Cooper, and this is Life Without Baggage, Insights into Personal Wholeness for Spirit, Soul, and Body. I'm a psychologist in private practice. I treat adults. However, this is not a substitute for medication or counseling. If you're having thoughts of harming yourself or another person, or if this material triggers you, please contact your doctor or a mental health specialist to help you with your concerns. So I'm continuing in the series, Praying the Impossible. And today the focus is going to be on having a secure identity. And uh, there's a couple of reasons why I'm doing this topic. It was requested. And also, I think it's important to see ourselves as God sees us in order to have the courage to follow God closely and the courage to ask God for the impossible. Otherwise, we're going to settle for what life gives us or what life takes away. And I think I've mentioned before in a previous podcast that it's very easy to let ourselves be defined by our culture, by our circumstances, by our pain, by our sickness or our history. And it's easy to stay in a victim mentality if enough things happen. So today we're going to look at especially our identity. We looked at at our destiny in a previous podcast, but we're going to look mostly at our identity today. So here's my plan for what I think I'm going to cover today. So we're going to look at some evidences of low self-esteem or a lack of secure identity, a look at our natural tendencies of how to build a secure identity, and then our supernatural identity in Christ. So let's look at evidence of some self-esteem difficulties or an identity that's not entirely secure. So these are just some samples, some possible evidences of some difficulties with with self-confidence would be trouble accepting compliments, tendencies towards feeling inferior or guilty or ashamed. Uh, Excessive boasting can actually be evidence of an underlying issue with self-esteem because it's kind of a, it's a compensating defense. Excessive shyness, the tendency to criticize other people. Again, it's it's a way to make yourself feel better. Perfectionism, especially unrealistic expectations of ourselves. I go over that in my video on reducing perfectionism. If we're frequently comparing ourselves with others or envious, that is probably indicative of some self-esteem issues. If we're highly competitive, that might be a self-esteem issue because again, we're going too hard to try to prove our value and worth. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that, but it could. And as human beings, we can have an overemphasis on outward appearance, on achievement, on possessions, on status, on overuse of power and authority to compensate for feelings of low self-esteem. Sometimes people latch on to someone that they admire, someone who's maybe more in the limelight in order to try to boost their sense of self. Poor grooming, difficulties with hygiene, those are depressive symptoms and probably indicative of problems with self-esteem. An excessive fear of failure, an excessive fear of rejection, or if we allow others to take advantage of us over and over. Those kind of boundary problems 
are often indicative of problems with self-esteem. And as you know, I have a video on just about everything. So healthy personal boundaries would be a way to look into that a little bit more. But if we tend to withdraw a lot, if we're very dissatisfied with our appearance, our achievements, our position in life without being proactive, then those are probably evidences of some difficulties with self-esteem. So let's look at our natural tendencies of how to build up our confidence. People tend to avoid situations where they're going to look foolish if they have some issues with their confidence. They may hide out from risks or relationships. I mentioned before, they can overcompensate. Right now, I'd say for, for the last few years, I've noticed there's this heavy fascination with uh, genetic testing and ancestry. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's good to know our roots. It's good to know for medical reasons, our roots. But for some people, this is a compensation because if I don't know who I am, then I'm going to be looking for something outside of me to shore me up, to help me feel a sense of belonging, to help me feel some sense of worth. And I'll mention a couple of authors if this is something you'd like to read about. John Bowlby wrote a clinical book called A Secure Base, which talks about attachment and how we build a secure sense of self. And Maurice Wagner wrote the book The Sensation of Being Somebody, which is more spiritual in nature and looks at belonging, competence, and worth. So we all need that in order to feel whole, and no one gets everything they need. But our natural tendencies are going to, in the long run, come up short because only God can fill those empty places. And if you've been through things like um, abuse or neglect or uh some repeated losses, it may upend your sense of security and worth and belonging. And so it's good to try to find things that you're good at, to find clubs or groups or church or supports to help you feel connected. But in order to build that supernatural stability in your sense of identity, we need to know how to sink our roots in deeply. And I've talked about that. So for the rest of the podcast, I'm going to look at what the Bible says about who we are. So I'm just going to read a little portion from page 28 in my book, Sheep Hear His Voice. And um, I'm not going to quote all the scriptures here, but each of these is rooted in a scripture. So who are you? God sees you as his precious jewel and his special friend. He himself has picked out a new name for you that you'll receive in heaven. He wants to give you insight into the very mind of God. He has a reminder of you tattooed on each of his hands. He's with you when you get up in the morning and all day he's with you until you go to sleep. Then he watches over you while you sleep, imparting into your spirit what you need for the next day. He never gets tired of you. He won't ever abandon you. Jesus is quick to forgive you and won't keep throwing things back in your face when you've done something wrong. When you belong to Jesus, you belong to his family and his kingdom. His love for you is secure. 
He never forgets about you or rejects you. Jesus planned you and weaved you together in the womb of your mother. His love for you is unconditional, whether you've had a good day or a bad day, whether you've made good choices or bad. He accepts you. He makes you complete, body, soul, and spirit. He fills you with his spirit. He's mindful of every part of your life, and he sees even when you cry, he counts your tears. He seeks you out to worship him in spirit and in truth. He paid for your sin so you would have free access to approach the throne of grace. He promised to never leave you, to never abandon you, and to forgive you when you bring your sins to him. He restores you. He restores what life has devoured or stolen from you. He fills every dark and empty place that you give to him with himself as you lean into him as a lifestyle. He knits you back together when life has torn you. He empowers you to be your best self. He fills you with power, love, and a sound mind. He helps you develop character so that you're solid and consistent and mature. He fills you with his spirit and as you obey him, you develop in love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, and self-control, which is the fruit of his spirit flowing in you. Now we talked about in the podcast with my brother how God is healing the breaches and how uh, the Lord has laid on me and my brother lately this intensity about uh, seeking him more fervently to heal breaches in our lives, to heal breaches in the lives of those around us, and to help others learn how to do that. You might know the story in the Old Testament of Samson. And one time Samson was walking down the road and Samson had unusual supernatural strength that God had given him. And there was a lion that approached him. I think he was with his parents. And with his bare hands, he killed the lion. And when I was praying the other day, I was kind of reminded of that lion and how if God could give Samson physical strength to break a lion into pieces, that certainly God can break the jaw of the lion who devours our security, our sense of identity, our sense of belonging, our sense of peace. He says that he restores what the locusts have eaten in Joel chapter two. It says that he rebukes the devourer on our behalf in Malachi. And so um, I've talked about putting up a picture to remind you of what God wants to do. So I uh, found a picture of a lion and, uh, and then I superimposed on the photo of the lion. His mouth is real open. Um, and I, I wrote on that for myself that God is breaking the jaw of the devourer over my sense of security and peace. And I believe he wants to do that for anyone that is willing to yield to him as a lifestyle, to lean into him and to trust him to do new things. So I wanna spend a couple of minutes here praying and declaring these things 
that I talked about at the beginning of the podcast. And I'm going to invite you, if this is something that you would like to trust God to do, I'm going to invite you to make this your prayer as well. So I'm going to do a series of declarations and repentance and whatever the Lord gives me. And I welcome you to join me in this or to play it again and use it as your prayer. So I thank you, Lord, that you designed me, that you knit me together in my mother's womb, that you desire for me to be fully alive, body, soul, and spirit, that you paid for my wholeness on the cross. And in the name of Jesus, I come out of any agreements with lies that I have believed at the core of my being, that I'm not good enough, that I'm not worthy of love, that I don't belong. In the name of Jesus, I renounce any vows I might have made that I'm not going to trust, that I don't want to feel, that I will never allow myself to be hurt again. I thank you, Lord, you set me free from wrong beliefs and harmful vows. Help me to love wisely, to protect my heart, to have good boundaries, but to continue to be a vessel to give and receive love. I asked you, Lord, to break any deep hidden connections I have made between you and harsh authority figures or parents or partners or people who expected a great deal of me and didn't give back enough. I choose to forgive them as an act of my will. You're not a flawed human being that you would lie to me, use me, neglect me, or get tired of me. You love me, Lord, more than I even love myself. I repent for the things I've projected onto you that began with other people or within myself. Show me any of those things, Lord, that hinder my ability to see myself the way that you see me. I ask you to fill every dark, empty, or wounded place in my soul with your love that casts out fear, your peace that calms me, the faith that you want good things for me, discernment to love wisely, and the promise that in you, my latter days will be greater than the former. Show me what to let go of and what to pursue and give me a heart of wisdom. Please knit me back together as you intended me to be whole, body, soul, and spirit. Please enable me to love you, myself, and others with a whole heart. I ask you to free my heart, mind, and body to be fully alive. I ask you for a heart that's healed by your love and filled with your spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your love and kindness to me that's new every morning. Show me, Lord, anything else you want me to know or see today. Baptize me again in the fire of your love. Lord, I know it's your will that I see you and that I see myself in truth. And in the name of Jesus, I declare that God is breaking the jaw of the devourer over my sense of security, identity, belonging, competence, and peace. That as I repent for my personal sin, as I lean into you, you are breaking through for me. You are filling me with revelation and peace and love of who I am in you. You're giving me the courage to move forward. You are opening new places for me, for my family, for my loved ones. 
I repent, Lord, of the idols that I've had, of addictions that I have held onto, relationships that I've held onto in an unhealthy way, people that I've allowed to define me. I come out of agreement with those judgments that others made of me, and instead, I choose to believe what you say. I ask you, Lord, to break the power of generational patterns, of generational sins that cover broken places and avoid the truth, generational patterns that seek pleasure or idols or addiction or entertainment instead of you. I thank you, Lord, you are breaking the jaw of the devourer over things that have been stolen over and over from me and from my family. I ask you, Lord, to align me on the highway of holiness so that I can walk out the fullness of my identity, so I can walk in courage and hope and love into the fullness that you purchased for me at the cross. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I <laughs> hopefully you will find that motivating and you can use it to guide you in your prayer. You can find my books on Amazon. I quoted from Sheep Hear His Voice, and part of the prayer was from my book, Correcting Distortions in Your View of God. I'm going to mention some other resources also. There are songs sometimes that God might use to minister to you, and one I've gone to over and over again is a worship song called I Know Who I Am. The person who sings that, her name is Sinich, S-I-N-A-C-H. You might want to play that over yourself and sing it to rehearse your new identity in Jesus. Sometimes if we read a passage of scripture over and over, we can get it more fully into our spirits. I don't know if that's theologically accurate, but I don't know how else to explain it. So Psalm 139 is a powerful psalm that helps us know our value and worth to God. So we can be declaring those scriptures. The first three podcasts here on my Life Without Baggage channel, it's all about learning how to lean into your faith. And I'm going to mention a number of my YouTube videos that correspond with what we talked about today. Blessings for Wholeness, that is full of positive scripture, and it's something you can play over yourself. It's just about four and a half minutes. Also, Restoring Identity, Dignity, and Destiny is a short video. Building Self-Confidence, a short video. A Prayer for Mending is interwoven in the prayer today, that video. How to Advance Without Baggage is more of a teaching you can find on my YouTube channel. And you can find my books on Amazon. If you'd like to request a free copy of my book, Suffering Insights into Faith, you can go to my website and fill out the contact form and I'll send you a digital copy to your email. If you enjoyed this podcast, think about sharing it with a friend. So this is Dr. Tony Cooper, and this was Life Without Baggage. Thanks for listening.